Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Good day to you, uh, depending on what part of the country or the world you are uh, you are listening to this uh, podcast from. Uh, good morning, good afternoon, good evening. How are you doing? And also, how are you feeling? As you know, we have a, a way to reflect how we are feeling in the things that we are doing. So I hope that you are uh, feeling well and you're also doing well. And, and, and because you're also thinking well, because those things work in that kind of pattern that what we think about affects how we feel and then how we feel also affects what we do. So I hope that you are doing fine. Uh, my name is Abraham Joseph Ajinfuja. I'm your host, uh, the creator of the VIP concept, uh, author of the VIP Christian, and podcasting today as the voice of the VIP, of voice of the VIP. Welcome. Um, the uh, format of this uh, podcast is, um, first of all, you know, um, you know, understanding the fact that what we are talking about is something that is spiritual um, and directed mainly to leaders, you know, those who have the power and authority, those whom God has elevated to a certain level in the society uh, to shape and direct the course of God's providence, okay? Uh, because, you know, all these things is all about God. It's all about God's will, God's intention, God's vision, God's intention, God's purpose. Okay, that is not going to change. It will always be about God, uh, what He envisions, what He intends to do, and how He will, and what He purposes to do, what He purposes to accomplish. Okay, we are being invited to take part in what God is doing. Because none of us gave God the direction to create the world. In the beginning, God spoke the world into being. Okay? So we are not in any position to uh, dictate to God that, well, it is not time for it, it's not time for that. You know, it's going to be very hard to live as a leader, you know, questioning or, or, or not willing to even pay attention to what God has to say. Whether we are Christians or non-Christian, okay, there is only one God. We may call him a different name, or we may we may seek him in a different way, but there there is only one God. Okay, can you imagine? Can you even imagine whether there are two or three or four or millions of God as some other countries have them? What kind of what kind of war would that be? What kind of what kind of mindset of the spiritual realm? What kind of world is that? You know, if there's only one God and and has million um, subordinates to to Him, it, it's just so, so mind-boggling. You know, God is a God God of order and decency. Okay, there's order to what God does, and the first form of order is to know that there's only one God, okay? That's our reference point as leaders. There's only one God, 
and it has one vision, it has one intent and one purpose. Before he created the world, he, he is the VIP God with a VIP mindset. Okay, when he created the world, the same thing it will always be. We are the ones that we're not stable in what we want to believe. We believe it is something today about God, and then you know something tomorrow about God, and then another person comes with something new, we follow that person, and you know, we are all scattered in our minds about who God is. So God wants us to know him. God, God is not hiding himself from us. God has revealed himself. When you look at the old, old you know, nature, when we look at the sun, the moon, and the stars, and the ocean, the mountain, when we look at how things produce after their own kind, you know, we see something, the, the, the fingerprint of God. Our hearts and our mind, they speak to us. That those things that we see with our visible eyes are not made by the things that are visible. Okay, you know, there's an invisible creative being that created all the things that we see and the things that we don't see and also sustains them so that they can function the way that he envisioned, intended, and purposed them. And, and there's an order in which he created those things because if you look at the account of creation, we, we see that after God had created every life-supporting system on the fourth five days, on the sixth day, on the sixth day, he created human, Adam, and placed him in a wall that's so filled with beauty and all the different kind of things. So whether we are black, whether we are white, whether we, you know, we are Christian or non-Christian, whether we no matter how different that we are, we have one thing common. That we came from the same God. And if we can understand that and believe that and accept that, that we are all God's image bearers, you know, and we have some kind of, um, you know, reverential, you know, acceptance of this awesome God. You know, I said reverential, but the other side of reverential is sort of fear. You know, just just awesome respect to God to the extent that, wait a minute, we do not want to tarnish what God has done. We do not want to damage what he has done. We want to, you know, take care of what he has done in our own life and other people. That means respecting the human dignity in another person. We have to begin from there because there's no other enterprise that is going to be so worthwhile when we have, you know, reduced the image and the dignity of a human, you know, less than value. Because no matter what we're going to be engaging, no matter what, it, what, it, what that engagement that we are running away from, you know, accepting God's image bearer for that we all came from the same God, where are we running to that we don't want to stop and say, yes, I agree. No matter any other kind of endeavor we are running to, guess what? We are going to be dealing with the humans there too. 
whether we are selling or buying or governing or leading at home and the church or other faith houses in, in businesses in in education and in government we're going to be leading humans humans so there's no point running from these facts we have to accept the fact that God made us in his own image and we are so uniquely different and there's a reason for that there's a reason for our uniqueness because when we are able to come to the understanding of who we are and we can express the beauty of the glory of God, everybody expressing their beauty from their own uniqueness is awesomely beautiful. It expresses the beauty of the glory of God. So, you know, we need to accept that. But if we, if we do not accept that, you know, and saying to ourselves, well, some humans are more um they are more of uh, uh they are more dignified before god than others or some humans do not worth some kind of attention to 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 love and accept them because they're just subhumans we need to change that we need to break off those boundaries of those kind of thought processes all those caste systems that have you know placed some people some 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 family above another i mean i'm talking about you know nations like india for example where they have these caste systems you know some some are just if i'm correct you know some some families or some people that come from certain castes they're lower than the other other castes or upper caste no please every human being God, the attention of God, when he was creating and fashioning every fiber, fabric of that human, he got the full attention of God knit us together in the lower part of the earth. You know, he foreknew us and he predestined us to do certain things in this world that will express the beauty of his glory. And no man should then turn that upside down and say, wait a minute, I'm going to help God. I'm going to help God. And the way I'm going to help God is I'm going to put some people on a lower caste and some people on upper caste and, and let them live there perpetually in servitude, those who are on the class and those who are on the, on the, on the upper class to be to live in, you know, in, in, in that kind of kingship and, you know, authority and power and authority over the, over the others. No, God did not create a world like that. God did not create a world where, you know, one tribe is, is, is enslaved under tribe. Anyway, that is all to say that this podcast the voice of the VIP is the voice of the dignity that God wants us to accord to all humans. So if we are leaders, we need to understand that. There's no person that is uh, more uh, of a dignified person before God. Before humans, we can do that, but not before God. And if we want to be fulfilled in what we are doing, 
we have to look at things from God's perspective. You know, what got us to the situation we are in the world today is, is partly due to that. The way we look at ourselves, and I'm not talking about racism right now. You know, when you look at when you look at black community, how we treat ourselves, and we look at the white community, how we treat ourselves. When you look at the Hispanic, Italian, all the other different kind of ethnic groups, you will see the same thing there. The valuation of the human dignity, the image of God, is all over the place. It's not just racism. Okay? Is that fear that, you know, if we do not control the other person, then we are going to be losing something. We have to control our people. Where you put some kind of boundaries around them, they cannot flourish because when they flourish, then we are threatened. Okay? We become God to those people. We, we determine their destiny, we determine how much they can do, what they cannot do. We put barriers in their path because we, we are afraid that if they become successful, then somehow. You know, we're going to feel, you know, like, you know, we, we, we have some kind of inferiority complex about that. And so we have leaders who have kept the ceiling on some people, not allowing them to thrive. Because of fear or, 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 or inferiority or, or superiority complex. And that applies to any part of the world today. Go to any part of the world today. You will see the same thing playing out. One tribe is trying to control the whole thing and suppressing the other tribe. Or maybe it's within a family or within a business organization. You know, you see that politics being played there, you know. Someone is advancing so quickly and it becomes so much a threat to the other people and so they plan and do something against him to, to limit his progress. And all these things have been going on since the beginning of time. Since the beginning of time, when Cain killed his brother because Cain felt like Abel, you know, has something that God approves, you know, so you know, he feels that, wait a minute, you know, I cannot stand my brother being so much acceptable before God than me. And so he killed him. And human beings have been killing each other, you know, maybe not, not physical killing, but, you know, just thoughts that we have towards people. That they should not be succeeding like that. They, they're not meant to be, they're not meant to be succeeding like that. So let's stop them. Let's put some barriers there. Let's 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 concoct something against them. Let's put them in a box that they can't get out of. Let's delay their progress. Let's deceive them. Let 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 us put a block in their path. Or let, let, let us send them on an errand. Go do something that is not important. Let us lie to them. Okay? Those are the kind of things that you know has contributed to where we are today as a human race. 
that the wealth of individual humans has not been able to be expressed, really. We are all living under value. We are living under achievement. Can you tell me that 7 billion people in the face of the world? And we have all these things going on in the world today. Huh? People are looking for pastures, green pastures, where they can get something to eat, take care of their family, put something to close on, drink safe water, have come out of the shadow, come into the light, and have safety and security. But that's not guaranteed in the world today. There's fear, there's anxiety, there's uncertainty. You know, there's guilt, there's shame. The, the, the whole concept of the human integrity of God in the life of the humans have been tarnished. So, leaders, whether we are leading one person or two or three or four or five or millions, you know, we are the ones that God has placed to make sure that, you know, to preserve the dignity of his image in humans. We are the ones that God has placed in there. Whether we are whether it's at home, whether it's in the church or in other faith houses, whether it's in the in the school, whether it's in the business, whether it's in governing, whether it's in the association, we are always dealing with humans. And if you're a leader, that's God is expecting something from us because we are not leaders by chance. Okay. God placed us as leader because He knows that we have we have learned something about life. Okay. Whether we know God personally as a Christian through Jesus Christ, that's my own experience. Or maybe, you know, you are still on that path or journey you believe you believe God is, but you just have not come to a place where you have a personal relation with Him through Jesus Christ. Whether we are appointed, selected, or, you know, um, elected, and we are leaders, once we assume, I, I keep saying this, once we assume that position, Immediately, we become accountable to God, much more so than the people we are leading. Okay, everybody's accountable to God, but as leaders, we are first accountable to God because God wants to express the beauty of His glory. God is an entrepreneur. Okay, otherwise, He would not have created the world, but He created the world to extend His family, to create more people that look like Him. In terms of in terms of attributes, not 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 um, physiologically, okay. In terms of attributes that can be communicated, uh, because God has some attributes that are so unique to Him, you can't you, you you can't communicate that to to human. But in terms of being the image of God, God wants to fill the whole earth with the knowledge and glory of God. That's the command I give to Adam. I said, "Go, increase, multiply, govern." You know, subdue, have power and authority that expresses the beauty of the glory of God. So, but why is the world today then? If since the beginning of time we've been having succession of leaders from one generation to the other, 
why did why are we in the point where we are today where only 20% of the wealth of the world has been realized? And 80% are still hidden. Because some leaders do not want others to 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 step up to I mean to um to thrive. You know, they don't want them to thrive to be to be um able to attain to the reason for which God has created them. They want to keep them below themselves. It's so terrible. It's so I mean it's and we and we pass this thing on because what are these other people going to do? They're going to do the same thing. Those who are suppressing other humans from thriving in the world today is because somehow they have experienced the same thing. And so we keep perpetuating this, this undervalued mental mindset from one generation to other, and another. And, we, and that's what we are today. But the human being knows that there's something in the hands of every, every human is that cry that says that I should have been further ahead in life than where I am today. Why? Why? Why are why are why are those invisible people orchestrating things to limit their progress? Why are they doing that? Why are people think they are helping God? As leaders, by limiting the progress of other person, it's because of fear, superiority complex or inferiority complex, whatever you call it, is fear. You only dominate the other person. Why? You know it, it, that that hurts the heart of God, my friends. So as leaders. We have to step out of that. We have to step out of that scarcity mindset that you know, you know, if we if we allow people to thrive underneath us, if we control them so much so that you know they have to always depend on us, they can't use their own intellect to do something great. Then we're gonna be in a position where the government has to be doing all the spending. All the money, all the roads, and every, the government is going to be the one that employs everybody, and that's what happens in the in the socialist um, uh, countries like 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 you know China and Russia. I mean, in this kind of communal environments, although they, some of them are changing, they copy the West. But God wants to give everybody individual, you know, responsibility to step out. And grab hold of that for which they have been created. And nobody should come in between them and God. That's why the world is so in, in, in the state it is today. I mean, go to any other country. Go to this many, many countries. Look at the leaders who have, you know, amassed so much wealth and they've loved it so much, they are giving themselves. You know, a, a tenure of leadership that continues from 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 within the family, from one generation another, just continue like, like that. I mean, how much houses are they going to live in, or how much food are they going to eat? 
because all this money that they've amassed is sitting in the bank somewhere. I mean, they can't spend all the money one day. Just, so I guess the thought of having that money gives them security. I think that's what it is. So they have this property, they have this money, they can buy property with it, and they have power with it. And with that, they are secured. And they don't want the kind of power and security that comes from God. Okay, that keeps them intact, even when another person is succeeding in the things that God has created them for. So we need to move from that scarcity mindset and, and set people free. Set people free. The world needs individuals to be able to live up to the potential that God has given them. We need to set them free, give them the light, show them the path of success. That is why the voice of, of the VIP is here, you know, to be able to bring that component, to speak voice, to give voice to the cries of these people who have been downtrodden. In the Bible, it is referred to as the, I mean, the, 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 um, the, the, the passage in the Bible called Luke 4, 18, one of my favorite verses, Luke 4, when Jesus said that the Spirit of God is upon me. Because it came to set people free, those who have been downtrodden by the law, that they can't do, they can't do that. You can't even heal somebody on the Sabbath day. You know, somebody was healed and, you know, he carried his mouth. They said, wait a minute, you are walking, you, you are not supposed to be carrying something on the, on the Sabbath day. God said, wait a minute. The, the, the Sabbath was made for man. Man was not made for the Sabbath. And that kind of mentality exists today. Okay? So Jesus came and said, look, I'm here to set people free. Those who are poor in spirit, those who are brokenhearted, those who are blind, those who are oppressed, those who are in captivities, those who are not able to express the wealth that God has given them, that people are praying for that wealth to come to them. There are certain people that God has, has prepared us for in order to serve them, to bless them with a gift and talent that we have that we have come to um you know cultivate through our own sojourn, our own challenges life that we have gotten victory over, then we have to go and teach them. It's the same principle. Look at Jesus. And look at Jesus, he was broken. He, he, I mean, he, when I say he was broken, you know, he, he took our own brokenness upon himself. And through him, we have life and abundance. So if we are going to live life in the way that God designed, we have to follow the pattern of Jesus as leaders. We have to be broken. We have to be broken about the condition of the world today. We have to be broken about the condition of people who have been oppressed and suppressed intentionally because people, some people are afraid that you know success must not be associated with this kind of person. They don't, you know, they, they don't deserve to have this kind of success. So I'm going to limit them. I'm going to, I'm going to do some magic, whatever they call it, and prevent these people from succeeding. That is so terrible 
affront to God, really, because these leaders are making themselves to be gods. Well, I got news for you. If you are that kind of leaders, you are not going to win that battle. You will never, never win that. I can assure you that. Okay? So, if you are that kind of leader, better change right now from the voice of the VIP that if God's vision, intent, and purpose is to set people free and not to enslave them. Set them free, show them the path, let them thrive. Is that, is that not the endowment that everybody has gotten from God, their Creator? That they have access to, uh, and, and the, the freedom to live a life that is peaceful, profitable, and, and prosperous. Is, is, that, is, that not, is that not what we preach every day? That we declare, you know, that God has created, you know, all humans with that kind of inalienable rights for the pursuit of life, abundance, and thriving. There's something wrong in the mindset of leaders that has been going on since the beginning of time. Okay? And if the world is going to change, if the world is going to get better, that mindset has to change. I, I think that I might not, I don't, not thinking. I believe strongly that our mindset must change. And that is why the voice of VIP is here to help us as leaders to know that we are serving, okay, under God. We are being held accountable every day about how we use our powers, how we use our authority, how we use our voices to advance God's kingdom, to advance God's glory, or to limit it and then advance our own. It's a choice that we have to make. So let's move away from mindset of scarcity, of self-security, self-importance, self-righteousness, insecurity, and let's embrace the promise of God in His vision, intent, and purpose. Okay? Well, um, you you can you can tell that you know uh, this is an area of passion for me, and you know an area that I would like to develop more. I'm bringing some kind of resources uh, to leaders that are going to help leaders uh, to not fall into this trap that have been going on for centuries and centuries and centuries. This generation must change that in a very very big way. We must make that impact, that influence in this generation. Because that's how the wealth of the world is going to increase. The wealth of the world will not increase by limiting beliefs that wants to limit the progress of other people. Okay? That wants to drip, drip success into their lives. You know? The wealth of this world is not, it's not going to increase like that. So if you're a leader, 
if you're withholding or sitting on somebody's progress, if you're watering down the importance, okay, if you're obstructing what God has planned in your life, well, be on notice that God sees what you are doing. Be on notice. There's a history before today about what God has done with those kind of leaders. And if you want a very good example, just think about the fire of, of Egypt and the children of Israel. Just think about that. I don't think, you know, you want to be in a position where you want to fight against God. You can't win that. You just put that away. And, and then you're going to have to give an account one day what you did with your leadership. You're not going to escape that as a leader. So you have a choice to make. Lead yourself according to God's VIP or lead yourself according to your own vision, intent, and purpose. Your self-security, your self-righteousness, your self-love and service and self-doubt. But I'm challenging you as a leader that you should embrace God's VIP. If you want to know more about that, you can please visit the our website on abrahamjoseph.co. Get the book, get a free chapter, get the audio, and get a free T-shirt and some other goodies there. Okay. The, 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 the life of a human is too important to get to be wasted. Okay? God did not create people to, be, to, 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 to waste time in this life. No, God sent us all on a mission, on a specific mission in the world today. And let no man or woman or leader anywhere at any time obstruct that. God is not going to allow that. Don't take God's silence right now. As if God does not see what's going on. Until next time, my friend, I wish you uh, a very happy uh, a VIP week and a VIP introspection into yourself and your leadership and um, a VIP introspection to those that you are leading. My prayer for all of us as leaders is that we will do well to take heed to God's VIP because that's the direction of providence, that's the direction of the world is going to, that's the direction of abundance, uh, direction of transformation, direction of everything that we really want is in there. We don't be afraid of letting other people be successful. Everything we want for ourselves is in God's VIP. So please embrace God's VIP, my friends. Until next time, may you have a VIP week. Thank you very much.